So we're holding by Malachim Beis, we're at Perek Beis, Pasuk Hey. This year we started as a Schussi Lenishmas Yechezkel Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, which will be a Schussi Lenishmas Moshe ben Daniel, Chaim Eladze ben Shemshin Aryeh, as well as a Schuss for Fur Shleim, Mavachayim Moshe Shub ben Malka, Chaim Dab ben Minarachal, and Chanaleah Bashain the Rachal. It should also be a Schuss for all those in the Makam Sakana in Eretz Yisrael. So we saw previously that it was time for Elio to be taken up to Shemayim. Initially he travels with Elisha to Basel. The Nevi'im come out of Basel and he asks Elisha if he's aware that Elio is about to go up to Shemayim. And Elisha says, yes, he is aware and be quiet about it. So Pasuk Hey, now they travel next to Yerichai. So the Nevi'im, the B'nai Nevi'im who were in Yerichai now approach Elisha. And once again, love they said to him, Hayadata, are you aware? That today Hashem is taking your master from upon your head. And he said, I am also aware of this. Keep silent about it. The same response that he gave to the B'nai Nevi'im who in Basel who had approached him with the same question. The Tosefta in Sanhedrin brings a raya to something we discussed back in Malachim Aleph, where we talked about Chiel building Yerichai, and we said that uh, there was a machloikas whether Chiel built the actual original city of Yerichai, or he simply built another city and called it by the same name, which was also Aser. But the Tosefta says that if he had rebuilt the original city, it would have been Aser to live there. Simply building another city and calling it Yerichai, while that was Aser for Chiel to do, but there was no inherent Isser in living there. So the Tosefta brings a raya from the fact that Nevi'im lived in this city, Yerichai, shows that Chiel had not built up the original city, but had built a different city and just called it Yerichai, and therefore it was mutter for the Nevi'im to live there. So Pasuk Vav, the same exchange between Elisha and Elio continues for a third time. Elio, Elio says to Elisha, Shevna Fai, stay over here in Yerichai. Hashem has sent me to the Yardin. And Elisha responds, I swear by Hashem and by your life, that I will not abandon you. So they travel together now to the Yardin, which is the final spot, which is where Elio will go up to Shemayim. And as we said previously, that Basel was a place of historical religious significance, and Yerichai was a place of historical religious significance, so too obviously was the Yardin, which had stood still to allow Yeshua and the rest of Klai Yisrael to cross over. So Pasuk Zayin, Vachamisha Mishbe Bnei Hanavim, 50 of these Bnei Hanavim, who had come out to greet Elisha and Elio, Halchu, they also went along, but Vayam Duminegad Meirachik. They stood apart. They stood at a distance from Elisha and Elio, Ushneim Amdu Alayardain, whereas the two of them stood right at the bank of the Yardain. So Elisha standing next to Elio, they go up to the Yardain, and we'll see next time that they cross it. But the Nebeanavim do not follow Elisha and Elio all the way across the Yardain. They stood at a distance watching what would happen next. And the Abarbanel explains the reason is that these fifty Bineanavim were not were far below the level of Elio in terms of their level of Navua, in terms of their Madrega, and so they were not worthy of being close to Elio at the time that he would be taken up to Shemayim. They would have been consumed by the fire that came down. Only Elisha was of a high enough Madrega that he could remain near Elio and be safe from the fiery chariot that came down. Yadam Achloik, as a couple of shiurim ago, whether Navua was prevalent amongst the ten Shvatim, or whether Ezevel had killed out many of the Neviim, and so there were very few Nevi'im amongst the Ten Shvatim. There were some in Basel, some in Yerichai, but it wasn't prevalent. The Kliyaka brings a raya from our Pasuk that it uses Elashim Mibnei Nevi'im from amongst the Nevi'im, that there were many, many other Nevi'im that did not accompany Elio, and that Nevua was prevalent amongst the Ten Shvatim, but that only a small group 
of those of the much larger group accompanied Elio and Elisha. The Malbim explains why Elio continued to ask Elisha to remain behind, and specifically over here when Elisha, when Elisha already told Elio multiple times that he's not abandoning him, why does Elio continue to insist that Elisha remain behind? So the Malbim explains that Elio understood that Elisha was going to be the conduit, the vessel, the vehicle, through which his hashpa would come down to this world. So Elio understood that if Elisha would be right next to him, that hashpa of Elio would be limited only to Elisha. However, if Elisha would remain amongst the other B'nai Hanavim, then he would be the conduit not only for hashpa on Elisha, but hashpa on the rest of the Nevi'im as well. And so his intent was, I don't want Elisha to remain next to me. I want Elisha to remain amongst the Nevi'im so that that hashpa goes on the other Nevi'im as well. And we already saw that to do the opposite, to bring the B'nai Hanavim closer so that everyone was near Elio was not a possibility because they were not on the level where they could survive Elio's being taken up to Shemayim and them being close to the action. Yabarbanel says that we will see next time that Elio is instructed not just to go to the Yardin, but to cross over the Yardin and go to the eastern side, the same spot where Moshe Rabbeinu was Nifter. And Yabarbanel says that this was a tremendous covet for Elio to be taken to Shemayim from the very same place as Moshe Rabbeinu had been Nifter. And we talked in the deeper dive, the similarities, the extensive amount of similarities between Elio and between Moshe Rabbeinu. But one of Moshe Rabbeinu's final actions was to be Saimech his hands on Yeshua and to appoint him and to bless him to be the successor to Moshe Rabbeinu. And similarly, Elio was now going to follow in that example and pass on some of his hashpa from Shemayim to his main Talmud, Elisha, who would succeed him. The Alshech says that Elio crossed the Yardin not to go to Harnevoi, but rather to go to Shittim, where he, as Pinchas, had killed Zimri and had been zeichet to the bris Shalim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That act of Kanois by Elio as Pinchas testified to his level of Tara, and that speared him from the ability to be taken by the Malachamavis. And therefore, the Malachamavis had no power over Elio, and that's why Elio went specifically to that spot to be taken up to Shemayim. That was the spot where he was Zaycha to overpower the Malachamavis. And finally, we had a shot from the Malbim last time. The Malbim was explaining why Elisha told the Nevi'im to be quiet, and that the Malbim held that Elisha was telling them that don't be sad, Elio has reached his tafkid, Elio is shleimus at this point, and so he's going up to Shemayim, but it is not a sad time, it's a happy time. However, the Ravid Azov says differently, he says that actually Elisha hoped that through tefillah they could overturn the Gzeira and Elio would not have to go up to Shemayim. But in order for that to be makabel for that tefillah to be accepted, and for them to overturn the gzeira, they would need as few people to know about it as possible. The more people that know about an, a machla or a tzara, the harder it is to overturn the gzeira, because you need more schusim, because it becomes more of an open miracle. So Elisha told them, Hechashu, be quiet, don't tell anyone about this nevuah, because hopefully we, can, we will be able to overturn it through tefillah. But the more people that find out about it, the harder it will be for us to have that gzeira overturned.